It worked for me. It'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. All guests have joined us on the upper cervical, mainly chiropractic. 800-991-003. You can as well. If you'd like to chime in, a couple of questions of the day. Nick Saban, where's he stand in your mind? He just signed a new $90-plus million extension to stay through 2030 over at Alabama. At least the extension and contract does. Is he the face of college football from the coaching ranks that you can think of in your lifetime? I'm 46. I'm trying to think of others. And I went through a lot of lists of different names that we touched on. Obviously, Bear Bryant, I mean, Urban Meyer, Paterno, um, you know, Joe pa, Steve Spurrier, Bobby Bowden. Uh, Fisher, do you throw him in there? Woody Hayes, I mean, Mac Brown, Tom Osborne, when Nebraska had that team that was killer, Holtz. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of, of, of like coaches like that. When you think of them, even Stoops back in the day, or do you even put them in there? I mean, Schembechler over at, at Oregon, um, Beamer at Vatek. I mean, I, when I'm thinking of all those coaches that won a lot of games or, even national championships were, were in the mix. Uh, is, is, is he it? Be the guy. Hundred million, by the way, since 2009 is what he has made. And in case you're wondering along the lines, he's about 400,000 more than Kirby Smart is what it is. But since 2009, $101,004,161. Is what Alabama's paid Nick Saban. And uh, look, Ryan Day signed that extension in 2022. He's at 9.5. Brian Kelly, 9.5 at LSU. Uh, Mel Tucker, Michigan State, signing a new deal. After his success with the Spartans this past season, 9.5 million is what they've got. And look, you know, Lincoln Riley's made his money. Miami's Mario Cristobal, he made his money. So, you know, you Got to make sure he's uh, among the top, if not the top paid, if you're Bama. But that's where it is. So, anyway, that's one of our questions of the day. And, then, of course, the big news, Kevin Durant met with the Nets last night. He's coming back. He is going to be a Net. Kyrie Irving, the team said yesterday and over the weekend, just, look, stop calling. He's he's going to be a Net. As you can imagine, Screaming A had his thoughts. Let me tell you exactly what that statement says. Stay your behind right here. Notice they said Steve Nash and I. Remember, Kevin Durant wanted them gone, according to reports. If yes, the GM and the coach. He said, right. It's me so, or so, them. So, yes. so he said Steve Nash and I. He could have said the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> and Kevin Durant has agreed to stay. No, he said we, with our ownership, met with Kevin Durant in L.A. to let y'all know he ain't going no damn place. That's all that means. Ain't breaking news, y'all. Stay your ass right there. Period. You got four years, $198 million. And before one day is honored, you asking out? No. I gave you Kyrie. I gave you DeAndre Jordan. I gave you Steve Nash and everything else in between. When healthy, you are the best player on the planet. When all of y'all are bought in, we are a legit top three, top four team in the NBA who could win the chip. Where the hell are you going? 
You ain't going no damn where. So all of this news is nice. We're touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all sat down, like, like Kevin Durant's like, well, you know, I've reconsidered and you know. Yeah, I want to stay. No! You have a contract. We got four yeah. years. You ain't going no place. But as- <laughs> what? Screaming name, why don't you tell us how you really feel about that? Goodness. All right. There you go. You have it. Um, <laughs> practice 19 by the Saints is in the books. I honestly don't know why I'm even going to tell you about it. There's no reason for me to get excited because last night, Monday night football. Mariota, deep ball. Got it. There it is. Now that, that was just a completion, a deep completion to, um, Kyle Pitts, but literally, you know, the, the, the tagline on Twitter, Kyle Pitts is going to be a huge problem in the league. And in that play set up, has a clean pocket to throw, end zone caught, touchdown. Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah, I mean, they were just killing it. They were up then, you know, 10 nothing first quarter. I text Todd, 17 and 0. Why bother? Still coming up on the Then you had the rookie, Ritter. Chance for another shot. Ritter will step and fire, and there it is. Complete. It's Bernhardt. Greatest preseason offense of all time at that point in the game. It was 13 nothing third quarter. I mean, it was 16 to three at the half. They were just, you name it. It just, they were awesome. Unstoppable. There's only one problem. The final score was 24 to 16 at the end of the game. Jets, by the way. The Jets won that game. But I, you couldn't have told by Twitter though. I mean, Kyle Pitts. Falcon offense just gonna be problems. Imagine that the Falcons blowing a third quarter lead. They were up 16-10 going into the fourth. Just, you know, whatever. I just had a little fun with that. Why not? I was on KJ, um, J. Will and Max this morning. And of course, first question, Max asked me about Jameis Winston not playing perhaps in the preseason. And if Dennis Allen would be comfortable with that. Well, today after practice, Dennis Allen was asked about, you know, could some starters maybe not play a night? Look, and I get it. Here's the list. Taysom Hill, Taco Charlton. They returned today. So that's, that's good. But Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Kevin White, Dwayne Washington, PJ Williams, Alante Taylor, Chase Hansen, Cesar Ruiz, Landon Young, Ryan Ramchek, James Hurst, Adam Troutman and Cole Granderson. Not seen. Um, I need them healthy in 19 days. Right? I mean, I do. And I understand you're pumped. I'm going. I'm going to be there. It's going to be fun. It's Friday night in the dome. Little dome foam, some nacho. You know, hang out. It's a Friday night. There's football. You get to see it. Get the logo. Smell the, you know, the artificial surface, the rubber pellet. It it is. It's fun. It's Friday. I don't need to see anybody of consequence to an extent if you're this banged up. Anybody on that list is not playing if I'm Dennis. It's Tuesday. If, If Tuesday those guys aren't practicing, they're not playing. Does Jameis Winston play? Do you need to see him get some reps in action? The reason I'm bringing that up is because one of the storylines today, Honey Batcher was everywhere, apparently. Made a lot of uh, nice plays. I'll get Dennis Allen's thoughts on that here in a second. But the graph said one of the observations he's going to have, and again, go check him out, Saints.com. He and Aaron puts the video. They post the video every single day on the observations. But Ross Jackson also tweeted it as well. Jameis Winston had several scrambles today. As it took off running. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing, not only because it tells you where his foot is, because that's what kept him from missing games or practice, right? The other reason why it's a good thing is because he hadn't done that. Like at all. At all, all. OTA. Mini camp, training camp, he hadn't done that at all. So that's a good thing. I want to play what D.A. had to say, and then Travis and Jack coming to you. Yeah, look, I mean, it happens. Um, you know, 
we'll we'll see how we play it out. You know, on Friday night, um, we've got a lot of good work in training camp. Uh, so I'm 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 pretty um, pleased with where we're at to this point. Um, but yeah, we'll, look, we'll see. I mean, you know, everybody's got different philosophies on uh, on preseason. Um, but uh, but look, I think getting in a in a game environment is is good for for everybody. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we'll do. Yeah. Again, the fact that he's running and scrambling and feeling good, I I don't know. I don't know if I play him or not. Especially if Thomas. One of the reasons I would have wanted to is because I would have to throw to Thomas and Landry and all that. But I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But that's what Da said. Jack, you're on the on deck circle. Travis, what you got for us today, sir? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you, Gus? I'm doing good. You got four minutes before we go to the break. Uh, did you call about the Lakers now being scared? Is LeBron upset that he's not getting Kyrie Irving? But what are we calling? I'm not even talking about. No. I didn't call to talk about it. First of all, that team's going to be pretty good as long as they don't. I mean, what, what did we what did we talk about that team meeting? The best sports psychiatrist in the business, and that mm. team would be fine. Mm. I mean, whoever's employed over there as a sports psychiatrist, they get, they get that work. You got Ben Simmons you got to deal with. You got Kevin Durant. They <laughs> well, they paying, they're paying them some real good Top money. dollar. But Top no, dollar. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was really into the, the face of college football. Yeah. And um, the, that, that conversation is really good because it's like when you think about who's second, who's the second person? Probably Jimbo? That's the only other person who, who, who's been relative in a national championship discussion and, and I guess, likable to some extent. Because nobody yeah. likes, you know, um, nobody likes uh, the guy in Clemson. We, we still call him the guy in Clemson. You know, nobody really wants to go over there anymore because he, he was building a program, but it, it went away. As much as you like Cristobal, and I can tell you this from being an Oregon Ducks fan, you forget Cristobal had Justin Herbert. And we thought Justin Herbert was a bust. And then all of a sudden, look what happens when he got in the league. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm serious. That's like, think about that for yeah, a minute. Yeah, no, right? you're right. When you're Justin right. Herbert was being drafted, everyone was saying he was a bust. And it wasn't a bust because he didn't look good. It was a bust because of what they were doing with him in Oregon. It wasn't, it wasn't, and, and it wasn't anything but that. That, that was mm. the only thing we questioned. Mm. And all of a sudden, now it's, he's the next up and coming. Up and Patrick coming. Mahomes, that's the threat of <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen all of a sudden, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, when you when you look around the college landscape, and if I'm not mistaken, um, I think Nick Saban may have a clause in his contract to say he's always the highest paid. Yeah, that's a good so clause he, to have, always, by the way. <laughs> yeah, a great clause. You're right. Yeah. It's almost better than the uh, – which one uh, the, the Lincoln Riley buyout? It was yes. almost better than that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that clause that always says he's always going to be the highest paid. He is the force of. He is not just the, the face. He's the force of college football because mm. whatever move he makes, everybody makes around him. And yeah. if he hires a coach, you want that coach on your staff. I mean, dude, he was about to get Bill O'Brien a, uh, another head coaching job at Virginia Tech. He was. What, he has the, the rehabilitation program. You're right. It's the oh. college coach rehabilitation program. If you could be assistant and, there, and we all know Bill O'Brien to be awful. Like, I mean, just just terrible. I mean, he can he can he can obviously coach quarterback. Sure. But he can't he can't run an offense. Yeah. You know, and it, he's more than just the like I said. He's more than just the face. He's yeah. the force. Okay. He is where you go to get your players. He's where you go to get your, your coaches. He's where you go to get your scouts. If he's looking at that player, you better be looking at him, too. If yep. he's looking at him for some reason. I hear you. All right. Thank you, Travis, so, for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Can't wait to start talking a little problem, hoops with man. you here as well. I want to get oh, Jack, though, coming. before. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. It's coming. I'm well aware <laughs> it's coming. Uh, Jack, thank you for giving us a call here, man. Give me your best uh, 90 seconds or so second guitar break. All right, all right, guys. I'll do it quick. Um, did you uh, did you happen to watch the game last night in Atlanta? You know, did you? I, I did not. I did not. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I made a small wager on the Jets, <laughs> and all I could say is, that, you know, listen. Thank God for Felipe Franks because look, the, the, the first two quarterbacks really did look good. But I mean, who were the Jets playing against them? I don't know. And, and, and the tight end's a beast. I mean, it's just a matter oh, if they can get the ball to him. I mean, yeah. you know. But, but look, uh, to answer your question about Saban, um, 
look, I, I don't think there's any doubt he's the face of, uh, you know, and I think the playoffs changed that, you know. Because when I, when I was a kid, you know, they would play the New Year's Day bowl games and then they'd vote on who was the championship. So you wouldn't really have a definitive, you know, one team that would dominate the way Alabama has. I mean, you had Bad Bryant, but then, you, you know, you also had, uh, um, you know, I forget, the coach at Ohio State, Michigan. There was a bunch of big names, you know, so it wasn't – it wasn't one guy who dominated the way Saban has. I, I agree, no doubt, um, and that's why but, I think uh, you know when you when you think of his legacy and time. I mean, it, and that's why I was talking about with Glenn too, just the adaptation, you know, of, of all the different, not only styles of college football, the different things you have to go through it now, and now it'll be interesting to see, you know, NIL versus NIL, contingent versus contingent, um, things of that nature. Look. However you want to look at it, his shot across the bow to Jimbo and buying players and stuff, I mean, it, it brought the discussion to light. It did all those different things, and it just made it even juicier when they play in October. So, I'm sorry I missed you this morning. How much did you talk about Chris Olave while you were on? I did. I tried to. Uh, Keyshawn was very interested, and he loved when uh, I brought up Michael Thomas, though, and as well. It, I, it took everything out of me because, I mean, you could tell, like, Mac, you know, Max was all about, you know, Jameis, you know, can he do it? Can he do all those things and, and all that? So it was a good conversation. It was a lot longer than I thought. I thought for sure it would be like four or five minutes, and no, I, I was there for a good, like, 15. So it was it was fun. It was fun, though. It yeah, was good. good. You know, you know, if Michael Thomas needs some uh, hamstring, you know, some problems with his hamstring, maybe call Deshaun. He could help him out. Yeah, I'm sure he could, man. That's for sure, though. It was good, though. I would say it was it was absolutely positive. And to hear Keyshawn constantly say who that all the time, he wouldn't let me go until I told him once again how good Michael Thomas was so he could rub it into everybody. <laughs> it was good. It, it was a very positive Saints thing. Imagine that on, on the national gym. So it was good. Thank you, Jack. All right, have a good one. Yeah, for sure. Gary Smith joins us next to talk the latest on the Green Wave. They're uh, a week away from game week. Let's talk about him next on ESPN New Orleans. With me, there's no regret. It's my turn. The circle game has brought me here. And I won't let down till every sun is set. You realize now. You shouldn't try now. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. LA20-11134. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. This is State Representative Joseph Fougerel wishing all Lafouche and Terrebonne area high school football teams, as well as Nichols University's players, coaches, officials, and parents and fans, a successful 2022-2023 season. Good luck and play hard. I hope everyone stays healthy and that it will be a competitive and entertaining season. Remember that to achieve victory, you simply need to work hard and do your best. Best of luck to all our Bayou athletes from Joe Ogeron, State Representative, District 54. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
All right, time to continue to talk a little college football. One week from today, head coach Willie Fritz will join us. Uh, Coaching Tuesdays is back. Willie Fritz, Michael Asarmo, Tim Rebo, Frank Cellphone. We're adding Will Hall this year from Southern Miss to the list of coaches and hopefully a few more. Um, if I can get that all locked down within the next week or so, Gary Smith covers not only Tulane, but pretty much the area in and around town here. Uh, for the advocates and Picayune. Gary, how are you today? Oh, thought we had Gary Smith. Sorry about that. Um, uh, buddy, go ahead and give Gary a call and we will chat with him, uh, about the latest when it comes to the green wave and some of the teams on there. One of the things I definitely wanted to touch on when it comes to the Saints that happened that is of note. And I mentioned the fact that Jameis Winston scrambled. Here's the graph asking the question, being ever observant. Sorry, Jameis, talking up and running a couple of times today. Is that, is that a sign where he feels he is mentally going in where he's comfortable? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I'm, you'd have to ask him, you know, exactly where he's at, but I, I feel, um, I thought today he looked really good. Um, you know, so, in terms of is it a sign where he feels he's at, I don't know that. I do know that it was encouraging to me uh, to see that. No doubt. It definitely was encouraging to see. And, again, he's never done that. He hadn't done that at all. OTA minicamp and training camp, we just took off and kind of, you know, scrambled from that aspect of it, and that's good. Marcus Davenport, by the way, also Went through team drills first time this training camp. What DA had to say about that, I'll play that in a minute. But Gary Smith is on, sir. Thank you for joining us. You can follow him over on Twitter at G-U-E-R. Smith is the way to follow Gary. How are you, bud? Doing good, Gus. Doing good. How is Tulane doing? Because I kind of feel like there's a sense over there that last year was not obviously where they wanted to be and how things went. And there were reasons and this and that. But, mm-hmm. man, from the... You know, the video of them doing the, what, like, would look like Navy SEAL training over the summer on that right. one night that they had, um, <laughs> which probably would have killed me. I talked to Corey about that last week to, uh, obviously Coach Fritz wearing an acronym uh, on his t-shirt that is, I think, maybe a theme this year. Yeah. I mean, there, there were a lot of extenuating circumstances for, for what happened in last year's two intense season. I don't, we're not going to see, we're not going to see that from, from Tulane this year. Sure. Um, I do think they've been pretty bold in, in their comments, Gus. I mean, look, the goal for every team is to win a conference championship. I, I, I understand that. Um, but, but I, I do think the potential is definitely there for Tulane to get back to a bowl game this year. Um, any, anything more than that? I mean, you know, Willie Fritz is a good coach. I've covered the guy for six years. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I can tell, a good coach from a not good coach. Um, but in six years at, at Tulane, he's beaten three teams in the American athletic conference that finished um, above 500 in, in, in the conference. It's just Tulane's personnel top to bottom has not matched up with the top contenders in the American athletic conference. Mm-hmm. And I'm that that's, that's the big challenge for, for this program is to, 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 to get to that point. And I, I, I yeah, you know, I, I have a hard time seeing it, Gus. But I do see. I definitely don't see a repeat of last year because uh, they've they've got a lot of experience returning. They've got some, they've got one of the best running backs in the country, and I don't say that lightly. But they have one of the best running backs in the country in Ty J Spears if if he stays healthy, and that's the type of difference maker you need. You need to be an equalizer. But yet, so I, overall, I feel good from what I've seen about their their preseason camp. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, getting past that real hurdle and getting past what they've done with the six and six records that they did in the previous years that that that's going to be a tough assignment i don't disagree with you gary i thought as a freshman i thought that guy could be another yeah. one of that long yeah. you know that that long line of list yeah. of backs that have come out of Tulane into the nfl i, I think mm-hmm. he is an yeah. nfl back and gary yeah. one thing you have to have though nfl mm-hmm college you better have a quarterback i like mm-hmm. michael pratt i do My, too the running joke between and, you and i every week last week was what's bleeding this week like every time yeah, you saw was, the guy in the game he literally he had a gash a cut or blood coming from somewhere yeah. is that the key this year to it, keep it, him alive 
on offense it is. And yeah, I would not have wanted to be his parents last year. <laughs> I mean, it was just brutal. I mean, obviously the S, the, the hit he took against SMU, which was a little bit self-inflicted with the way he slid was by what was the worst, but it was every week. Like you said, he was just getting killed oh. back there. And that, that is the key. He, he's a good quarterback. And, and I'll tell you the other thing, Gus, this is the, there's three areas I think of huge concern going for Tulane going into the year. Offensive line, we're going, I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, defensive backs and 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 uh, wide receivers. I'm not I'm still not sold on the offensive line. I think it'll be better, but is will it be good enough? I'm not sure. I'm still not sold on the defensive backs. But one difference, Gus, these wide receivers. If if that offensive line can keep him alive. It's a huge difference. I mean, just look at the Saints. What happened with the Saints this year? That their their one, two, three wide receivers last year automatically became four, five, and six yes. <laughs> with the moves they made in the offseason. Yes. It's not quite that dramatic at Tulane, but their transfer, the Notre Dame transfer, Lawrence Keys, a New Orleans product, um, who was a big time recruit coming out of high school, and D- and Day Day McDougal, um, who was a Michael Pratt's teammate in high school, went to okay. Maryland, was a pretty big recruit coming out of high school. They transferred in, and they've looked terrific in in, in preseason, and they've elevated the receivers that returned. Uh, Tulane, it wasn't just the offensive line last year. I didn't feel like Tulane had Division One caliber wide receivers a lot of the time, and that that won't be the case. Yeah, right. That won't be the case. They dropped so many passes. Could, they didn't run they good routes catch. either. I mean, there was nothing. There was right. nothing they did well last year at wide receiver. <laughs> nothing. Um, and part of that was their best receiver coming in last year. Jaquan Jackson suffered a knee injury in the preseason. Was never right yeah. during the year. He's back. All the receivers are back, and they're having to play better because Lawrence Keys and Day and Day McDougal are showing them what a really good wide. Pre- polished wide receiver looks like but it does still come back to the offensive line and and i don't nothing i first of all they don't do much contact anymore in preseason anyway so i love it when these people have these ironclad opinions on stuff on on that we'll find out during the year (laughs) whether this offensive line is up to snuff i can't i can't tell you right now that 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 it is and i can't tell you that it isn't I, I hear you. I, I said the same thing earlier this morning um, about the Saints offensive line. I think one yeah. of the things, Gary, that stand out to me, obviously, the American Athletic Conference, you have offense. You have offense mm-hmm. everywhere, so you better score. So it's good to hear yep. that at least you've got receivers that can catch. You have mm-hmm. a quarterback. You have a running back. When you yep. say DB, though, man, I it you know, it's crazy. They They went through a stretch where – they had NFL corners, you know, good mm-hmm. safeties. I, I think even safeties just as much. But what can help that is a pass rush in the D line. And yeah. you had some guys that at least were invited to NFL camps the last couple seasons. How how does the D line look this year? It looks pretty good. I'm, you know, I, I I don't think the D line is going to be um, a, a concern. One of the, the one of, you know, Tulane really hit the transfer portal hard this year. They've had okay. mixed results with the transfer portal in the past. I think they, they hit this time. Um, you know, I, I obviously, Jeff, you know, um, Jeffrey Johnson um, walked on senior day and then walked off the team to Oklahoma. <laughs> I think he thought he was going to the NFL when that didn't pan out. He ended up at Oklahoma. That was a big loss, but they brought in Patrick Jenkins, a starting player from, from TCU. And uh, they don't, uh, and he's, he, he, he's a dynamic player. He's probably a better pass rusher than Jeffrey Johnson, actually, and he was a huge addition. They, they, they needed that. But will they be, you know, is there, is there a Cam Sample out there? Is there a Patrick Johnson out, out, out there? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about that at this point. But they, they've got pretty good depth on the defensive line. I don't think defensive line will be a weakness. But will they be getting overwhelming pressure on, on, on quarterbacks? I'm, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things that's going to be just as important, we were talking about the Pels and Kevin Durant rejoining the team and, or not rejoining, mm-hmm. saying he's back. So the yeah. start when it comes to the Pels, I also think that could be the same thing when it comes to Tulane, huh? I mean, it, yeah. you have to start out well. You look at the schedule this yeah. year, you have to start out well. Yeah, they would look. They, they, they're, well, first of all, they're going to win their first two games. There's no, one thing Willie Fritz has proven in his, Six years at Tulane is he he doesn't lose to bad to to the to, to bad teams. He's not losing to UMass in the season opener. I believe Tulane opened as a thirty point favorite in in, in that game. Yeah, and then they're playing a non D one in, in in week two or I'm not or non FBS in, in in week two. Tulane will be two and zero. Then they go to Kansas State. Willie Fritz has never beaten a team from a Power Five conference. That you know they'd have a shot, but you can't. <laughs> that that that's not going to be easy. But then and then Southern Miss in week four at home. They have to win that game. So they absolutely have to start off three and one 
going into conference schedule, where a lot of the games, I think the the, the early morning lines on those, all those games came out, and they're and, and a lot of those games are rated toss ups for Tulane, mm-hmm. and and obviously that's that's going to be the key um, to the year. But you're right, they look. They, they've gone three and five or worse in five of Willie Fritz's six years in, in, in conference play. They went five and three one time, I believe, in 2018. But so you, you better be they they they'll, they have, they'll have to be three and one and and in the best case scenario four and zero oh, going into the conference schedule to to get where they want to go this year. Yeah, take a look at it: UMass, Alcorn State, Kansas State yeah. on the road, Southern yeah. Miss coming up. Uh, then that first conference game is at Houston. We all, we all know how those national at Houston yeah. games go. Those haven't, those haven't gone out, gone come no, out too well. <laughs> they haven't at all. I, actually, when I just see at yeah. Houston and I see a logo it, next to it, I it, go, okay, well, the next yeah. week. Um, <laughs> quickly, yeah. in 60 seconds or so, we'll talk a mm-hmm. lot more, obviously. Sure. But look, I, I, I mentioned earlier, Will Hall's gonna join my Tuesday coaching segment list, which I can't wait. Because yeah. Southern Miss is moving to the Sun Belt, and UL has mm-hmm. a new coaching change and all of that. That, that Sun Belt's gonna be a very interesting league. And then when you look at, you know, Nichols and Southeastern and they'll be battling, I, I love the fact that these coaches are gonna be coming on Tuesday. These are mm-hmm. fun programs to cover, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I, I will be really interested to see what Will Hall does, by the way, at Southern Miss. I mean, he was, again, Tulane, the two years he was Tulane's offensive coordinator, Tulane averaged the second most points in school history and the third most points in school history uh, behind the 1998 undefeated team. He played a running back at quarterback. Yeah, and and last year, yeah, I mean, it was brutal. I mean, you can't can't imagine a worse start for a coach than to have every quarterback who ever lived be injured <laughs> on the planet on the on their team, and Literally. they had to go. He had to go to his old his his father's old wing tee or whatever the heck Literally. offense they were running yeah. there. I was yeah. watching it at the end of the year. The I'm sure Will Hall's yes. going to be a happy guy <laughs> yeah. to have a quarterback standing upright at the beginning of this year. It was nuts too because Miles Brennan. I, I know they wanted Miles Brennan. A lot yeah, of my friends did. over there thought he was going there before he went yeah. back to LSU, and now he's not in college football. So yeah. <laughs> Who knows how that's going to go, Gary? Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what Nickel Southeastern does this year mm-hmm. here as well. I know they they want to yep. get into the postseason and do that, and then you know what the Sun Belt's going to be like as well. So I, it's going to be fun, uh, and it's hard to believe next week is game week. So when we talk yeah. next week, we'll be talking about that first opponent and what Willie Fritz and the way want to do, and everybody else. Thank you as always, man. Thanks for having me on. All season long, give him a follow. G U E R R Y Smith, Gary Smith. Tulane beat reporter for the Picayune and advocate and covers again everywhere else and around the area. We come back, quick break, phone lines are open. Gary joined us on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, 800-998-1003. It's the same line you're going to call. Want to be a part of the show, want to hear from you. Go over questions of the day, play some sound here from some Saints players and then Coach Davis Adams. The Sports Hangover at ESPN News. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more tea times, more play time, more time to do good, more fast time, and more once upon a time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. The other day, my friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a pool dew out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. This is a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. Reese's. 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 Peanut Butter Cups. That, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right?
Technology helps keep everyone comfortable with a smart thermostat. Turn temperature down. Temperature down. Turn temperature up. Temperature up. But to keep everyone on your team working comfortably, you need more than technology. You need CDW to custom configure Dell Client Solutions devices. Adaptive AI-based software creates a personalized user experience and boosts collaboration so they can stay cool and collected. Temperature down. Temperature up. I'm staying out of this. Dell Client Solutions make adaptive performance possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Dell Client. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. You know, y'all thought I was joking. Y'all thought I was joking when Travis called. And he called to not even talk about Lil' But, you know, you knew it wasn't going to be that long with Kevin Durant agreeing to come back to Brooklyn. Or screaming that he says he ain't going anywhere. However you want to look at it, you, you, you know, and it just, it just had to, inside LeBron, just, you know, really wanted Kyrie to be that point guard, just, you know, couldn't get Russell Westbrook now. <sighs> Should I even read the tweet? I'll read it, why not? NBA Central, reporting a couple of people saying, um, John Gam. Bardoro, Afternoon Drive, Sports Talk Radio, uh, in Phoenix. He's saying the Lakers are interested in Donovan Mitchell. There it is. <laughs> hey, you know, can't get Kyrie, bring in Donovan Mitchell. How about Spider with Labu? Mr. Glass. Be great. Be a great nickname team, wouldn't it? Or Knicks. It's just perfect by Utah. Let's just start night. Maybe that, that's who kind of spilled it out there a little bit, huh? Knicks just won't pull the trigger. What are you waiting for, New York? I don't understand it. And look, in case you're getting the idea that I want him to leave Utah, I am. I, yes, yes. He's pretty good. He's really good. And the last thing I would want Donovan Mitchell on would be the Lakers, right? Oh, man. There it is. So... I don't know how much of that is probably Utah trying to see and make New York think other teams want him. It could be LaBooBoo, you know, telling Rob Lowe, please go get me something. I mean, their GM absolutely looks like Rob Lowe, right? It's not just me. Yep. Ah, love LA. There it is. All right, let's get to some other stuff that actually is of note. Falcons yesterday had the greatest first half, first quarter performance in preseason history. I hope they enjoy that. I still don't think they're a team that's going to contend in the South. Carolina with the Panthers. Did you see yesterday? During the show and right after the show, too. So the Panthers named Baker Mayfield. There's Baker. All happy. It's great. Then he went out to practice and and, and threw literally, I think, three interceptions. I lost track. I stopped at three. That was his practice yesterday. That's Baker. That's Baker. Just telling you. Saints will have at least a pick in week three at Carolina. At least a pick. He's going to throw them. The gunslingers. <laughs> he actually makes really bad decisions there as well. Anyway, we'll get into that as the season goes along. But two other NFL quick tidbits that I do want to pass along. Uh, I don't know if he's listening or not. I don't know if it's at his lunch break, but even Josh, I think, called in as well. You know, when I was like Mitch Trubisky, everybody trying to tell me Mitch Trubisky, he just needs a chance. He just, who did he, uh, all right, I got you. Steelers signed him and they drafted Pickett. I'm just, just listen to what the storyline this morning was on Kayshawn, J. Will, and Max. Two guests, two separate people. Here's Brooke Pryor, Steelers ESPN reporter. They're Mike Triplett, Captain Terrell. Kenny Pickett looked really, really good in that game. He showed poise. He was under pressure because that offensive line is still a huge issue. And I thought he made some really veteran throws. So it's not so much that it feels like Mitch Trubisky is losing the starting job as it is. Kenny Pickett is really making a run for it. I still think that at the end of the day when we get to week one, it will be Mitch Trubisky because they have been preparing for him to be the starter. And he isn't doing anything to lose you games, and you want that 
that veteran presence out there when you start the season, especially in the gauntlet that they have to start at the Bengals, at the Browns um, in week three. But I do think that this just shortens his leash and shows that Kenny Pickett, like the Steelers said when they drafted him, is pro-ready. So he's going to be waiting in the wings, kind of standing stage right, ready to, to jump on when Mitch Trubisky falters. There it is. Um, just letting you know. I just want one more. This will work. Again, he's not doing anything to lose it. He's just He has a ceiling. That's what I've been trying to say. That's all. Here's Adam Schefter. The feeling around the league has been that Mitchell Trubisky was in line to be the opening day starter, the mm-hmm. favorite to be that guy. And when you talk to people now, here's what you keep hearing, that the young kid is, quote, unquote, coming on. Uh-oh. And he's coming quick. Uh-oh. And so I don't know when they're going to get to Kenny Pickett, <laughs> yep. but they're going to get to Kenny Pickett at some point in the season. I think, essentially, as soon as Mitchell Trubisky has a stumble early in the season, that'll open the door to get to Kenny Pickett. Okay, just just saying. Any minute now. <laughs> Nothing like starting the season. It, it'll happen. Just open the door. What is that opening the door? Pick. Couple three and outs. Just letting you know. Here was Baker yesterday. Obviously, Sam and I knew this day was going to eventually come. Um, but we weren't counting down the days. We didn't know when it was going to happen or anything like that. So I just, just this morning, I uh, was made aware that I was going to be starting and uh, saw Sam shortly after. He made it very clear that anything I needed in support or uh, in terms of that aspect, he was going to be there. And that just <clears throat> that just shows what kind of team guy he is. Um, honestly, just an unfortunate circumstance that we're both here in the same year fighting for a job. But um, that's the kind of guy he is. He said, whatever you need in support, he's just trying to win games. And that's the mentality we've had the whole time. So I truly, truly appreciate that. And he's a, he's a great guy. All right. Uh, Sam Darnold. Ben Baker viewed it you know, every single day. We were fighting for the starting job and every day was our game day out there during camp and you know especially as we got into these last couple weeks um you know with with uh training with new england and and uh the game against washington and obviously our game against new england so um yeah obviously it, it didn't go my way coach named baker the starter and um you know my mindset you know is uh it is what it is and for me right now um i'm gonna do everything i can to support baker and um you know, get him ready to play a game. Um, obviously, we still got one more preseason game left, so I'm focused on that. But when the regular season comes around, um, I'm going to do everything I can to, to support him and, um, you know, be ready for when my time comes. One more quick bite, then to the phone lines we go. Say T-Roy and Uncle Earl there. Sam Acho um, had this to say about um, Carolina Kitty Cats, no matter who the quarterback is, just in case you're a little nervous out there. Just a little nervous. I don't think they're a playoff team. And I think that's because of the division that they're in. Right? Like, everyone talks about Tom Brady and Tom Brady and Tom Brady. And we should, right? Come on, so. Sam. Few people, maybe a lot of them, few people talking about the Saints. There we go. Saints beat beat Tom Brady the last, what, four of the last five times they played him? That's right. Saints Sam. beat the Bucks seven out of the last eight times they played him? That's right, Sam. So, like, the Saints could mess around and win that division. Imagine Especially that. with the, the injuries at O-line yeah. for Tampa. So, you have the Saints. <laughs> uh-huh. You have the Bucks. Uh-huh. And even a better, a better Carolina Panthers team, I don't know if it makes the playoffs. And all of a sudden, if you're not making the playoffs, what does that do for your, you know, the, the Panthers kind of future? Yeah, that's a good point. Uncle Earl, you're on the on deck circle. T Roy, what you got for us today, sir? Hello? Yeah, bud. How are you? How you feeling, man? How am I feeling? Um, so how are you feeling? This is, still- this is AKA the villain. You know what? What, yeah, what, what, yeah. what? 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 did Tua do today? Did he hand the ball off without fumbling? It is the greatest handoff actually, in preseason practice. Nah, no, actually, what did he do? I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad you asked me that question. I bet you are. So, I just sent you a clip. Hit on another bond to Tyreek Wise. I just, I just love the hate right now. But consider the fact that that Atlanta huh? I'm looking at the clip. Atlanta looked real good. I mean, the Stars looked real good. So, um, I still see y'all going 5-12 and 12 when it's full. So, it's going to be a great tour. And uh, we're going to go 13-4. and four. And some guy, in a, in a, in a, and we can, take the, we can go ahead with the wager still that we had. Right. But it's all stuff for me. All right, let's see. Let's see what this clip is here. So, but 
But I think, like I told you before, I think Andy Dalton should be our starter. Here we go. Here's um, here's Tua. Drops back to pass. That's uh, it's really back. wasn't even running. He was just kind of you know loafing. It looked like a walkthrough play. Did you just send me a walkthrough yeah, highlight? Yeah, yeah. You sent me a walkthrough highlight where probably the DB was told uh, no, not it, to contest it, it looked, the catch. By the way, it, looked, it might look like a walkthrough highlight to you because Tyreek is just so fast. Oh, was that so, what? Because Tyreek is just so fast. Okay. So you understand? So you guys. Are the top ten? Are the top fastest uh, players in the uh-huh. NFL? The top ten. Uh-huh. Three of them play for Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Three well, of them. You got you got well, Jalen Waddle. Roy, there's Sally no Hill, excuse then why they shouldn't go seventeen and zero. I mean, because basically hey, I, anybody hey, can hey, quarterback. Hey, just letting it, it you might know. be. It might be. It, it might be possible because this is our fifth year anniversary <laughs> of being undefeated. Jesus. Of going undefeated. You know, we could go. You actually want to go twenty and zero, not. 17 and 0. Mm-hmm. 20 and 0 now. 20 and 0. That's the goal. 20 and 0. Well, you want to win the whole thing. You don't want to just go like, be like the Patriots. Good to know the expectation levels are set realistically. 20 and 0 for Roy's Miami Dolphins. I got to hit the break, Roy. Thank you for the update, though. I appreciate it. It's not every day I get a walkthrough video as a highlight. It really, it really is. <laughs> He's just too fast. He's too fast. Well, I'm just saying the rest of the guys aren't running that fast either. Looks like a walkthrough. I'm just, they might be like the part that they do before stretchy time. You know, they, they all run through 11 on 11, but it's walkthrough speed. I think that's what you sent me. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. They had to play a slow motion for you. Okay. There he is, my super villain. My Roy, the Miami Dolphins super fan. Uh, I, I'm, I probably will show up to Katie's on Thursday. When we come back, Uncle Earl will go to you, sir. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Drop and fix the Bayou Region's top one-stop shop for all your technology repairs has just opened a new location in East Homa, just off Grand Caillou Road. The same quality repairs and customer service with the best warranties and options for insurance will be available at the location off Grand Caillou. So for smartphones, tablets, PCs, or laptops, drop and fix. Call 985-709-8383 today. That's 985-709-8383. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Citizen. What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Uncle Earl, thanks for holding on. Sir, what do you got for us today? Goose, how you feeling today? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. After that one nothing defeat, that had to be a little... I know you didn't stay up for that, huh, last night? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my, you're talking my, about. <laughs> my my Yankees ain't doing. Look, we won last night. But we 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 in trouble. Uh, uh, hey Goose, mm-hmm. help me help me feel better a little bit about this 
Early you said uh, Jameis, you know, he actually kind of ran today. This, yeah. this is what I'm, I'm a little nervous about, okay? okay? Once we start, if he starts week one, which I hope and all this and everything, that, that knee hasn't been tested yet, right? He hasn't been tackled yet. I mean, what? Yeah, I, I will say I this, mean, man. God, God, I, I'll, I'll say this. It? I don't think the knee is, a, a, is really a thing, to be honest with you. I, I, I really? think – Look, well, and this is why I say that, Uncle Earl. Joe Burrow led a team through the Super Bowl last year on it. And Joe Burrow scrambled in college, was, you know, look, you forget the highlights when Winston was at Florida State. That dude took off and ran a lot. So yeah. he learned to kind of be smart about it. You'd see Joe every now and then, you know, get out the pocket, extend to play. I think. What you saw today, though, was probably an indication of how, how he's feeling. You know? I mean, for him to take, this is a practice. Like, there's no reason for him to scramble. The play is dead. The defender's gonna go past you. He can't even touch you. You know, they may or may not even blow the whistle and you go ahead and throw it. So there's, there's no reason for James to scramble. And I think that's just him starting to get into the mindset of, you know, I'm not thinking about the foot. I'm not thinking about the knee. I, I honestly don't think he's thought about the knee much. And he said, I want to say in minicamp and OT, and one of those um, that he he thinks the knee's 100%. Like, he feels fine. And at the start of training camp, oh, yeah, I think good. he said the knee's 100%. He, the knee is not an well, issue for him anymore. It's just, good, you know, good. learning to play with, with that good. brace. I'm getting a little nervous with the Knicks. I know what all the yep. Knicks and bumps, and we're going to have that with the, the uh, everything. Come on. I'm worried about somebody actually hitting him up, something happening, and Andy has been playing well. If he has to come in, whatnot, that that that's fine. Um, what uh, I haven't heard, Deuce, I haven't heard much on uh, on uh, I heard of maybe one or two plays on Marcus May. How, how's he coming along with the with the defense? And I think he could be a really uh, uh, replacing, you know. Uh, Marcus, is he coming? Is he catching on the, the play call and different things on defense and stuff? I think he really could be a big asset for us this year. And if and if he's one hundred percent healthy off the uh, the injury, I'll say this: um, the fact that he was an OTA coming off of an Achilles, I thought. I remember one of those practices. I, I was like, that is a storyline. He did OTA. He did mini camp. He's done training camp. To my knowledge, I don't think he's even had, he might have had a veteran days off. I, I don't even know if that's even happened. Um, so he's been there. Uh, I would say the way they're using him across, you know, all around the line and everything. And, and then I, I, I say, I, I said this at the time of the signing that when you look statistically at top safety in the NFL, it was Marcus Williams or Marcus May. Like, one was one or one was two. Pick a category. And what I said at the time of the signing was Dennis Allen's the defensive coordinator. And he, I'm sure, was well aware that they were going to either make an offer or not to Marcus Williams if he accepted or not. And it was right after you saw the tweet, Marcus Williams signs with the Ravens. Minutes later, the Saints sign with Marcus May. So that tells me Dennis, a defensive guy, a secondary guy targeted him. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, that, that was the target. There was no other safety offered. There was no other, you know, we're looking. It was immediate. It was that day. He became a saint. So something tells me that there's a reason for that. Probably fits his defense, likes the secondary. And look, man, I, I, the Dennis Allen, I'll play the bite at the top of the hour, specifically talked about where he where he thinks the safety position is. So I'll play that coming up at 2 o'clock, man. Let me get to the professor. Cool? Hey, Goose, have yeah. a great one, man. Sounds good. Appreciate it as always, Mr. Professor. Uh, how are you today? Doing well, sir. Let's be back on with yeah, you. There it is. Uh, give me the questions of the day. Uh, well, your questions of the day are twofold. The first question is, Based off of the news that we heard today about Kevin Durant and how he is returning to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, with that information, we know that he and KD, excuse me, Kyrie, will be running it one more time. So since we know that, how do you feel about the Pels season opener at Brooklyn? Are you excited about it? 
Do you think that this is going to be a statement? Can there be a statement game in game one of an 82-game season for the NBA? Uh, comment or call on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003. Also, Nick Saban, since coaching at Alabama, has made over $100 million. 100. 100 million. million. <laughs> so with that... Mm-hmm. Is Nick Saban the most influential man in college football? Is he the face of college football? We'd love to hear your take. You can comment on our Twitter page. It's at ESPN Radio NOLA. Or, of course, you can always call us on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003. That's 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Charles Hannagriff at C underscore Hannagriff over on Twitter responding to our question of the day. He says he's not Nick Saban, the most influential. The sport might be better off if he was, though. He says Saban's warnings about the transfer portal rules, NIL, went largely ignored by those with the power to govern regulations. His suggestions to go to nine conference games and play only against Power 5 also fell on deaf ears. So, you know, it's interesting because you're right. You would think that somebody like that would maybe have that sort of pull to do that. But, I, you know, he brings up a good point, Charles, in that I feel like even when you go to what happened recently with the Texas A&M coach, Jimbo Fish, where he's like they bought players something, I almost feel like every time Nick says something, the people that don't like Alabama's success or like him immediately go, he's complaining. Oh, he's, you know what, ing. Um, oh, he's a sore, and, and I almost feel like people have a hard time taking it at value of what he was trying to say. Even though he says it, every time that happens, he says it, look, it's like, we're going to be fine. You know, and he said that. Uh-huh. He's like, it's the other schools. It's everybody else. He's like, we're going to be fine at Alabama. We're going to be able to handle uh-huh. NIL. And he's right. And he was like, look, I just letting you know the other schools, how it's going to affect them because you're seeing it. I mean, you know, you're seeing it. but And look, it, Chris Lowe, ESPN, just tweeted, ESPN's latest 2023 football recruiting rankings. Seven of the top 16 classes are from the SEC. Bama's one, LSU six, Georgia seven, Florida nine, Tennessee 14, Arkansas 15, South Carolina 16. Future SEC members, Texas is number three, and Oklahoma's number five. So when you add all of that, nine of the top 16 classes for next year recruiting classes are SEC schools. Is what Nick is saying. He's like, I'm just, I mean, nine, nine. That crazy? Nine of the top 16 will be SEC schools. I mean, it's, it's, it is. It's like it's whole, it's a different league over there, man. I mean, it really really is. Like it's, you know, you, you, the, the SEC could break off and do their own national championship and, the NCAA would never miss a beat. I mean, I mean, because that's basically what it is, man. It's, you know, they call the SEC the most powerful conference in college football for a reason. Yeah. Because when it comes to the national championship, look, or it's it's the SEC and it's everybody else. Look, I, I, I you know, when when Coach O was let go, or the, the news was, you know, they're looking for a new coach. I, I, I've said it before. Possible because again, and I am so pumped about these Tuesday segments coming up again. You get to know these coaches and you hear them. And I just, every time Billy Napier spoke, I'm like, that dude's like baby Sean Payton. But you know, he, he did Clemson, he did Alabama, coached under Nick Saban as the quarterback too. Like, you can hear it. You know, and he just had seven things going ready to go before the one thing happened and reasons for everything. So I'm excited to sort of see what he's going to do. In Florida, I think he will win a national championship. I really uh-huh. honestly do at some point. They put out their picture today. Ross Dellinger covers college football for Sports Illustrated. Nick, the photo, as, as Ross tweets, 140 blue polos, 116 blue jerseys. Think Billy Napier beefed up the Gators support staff. It's on steroids. I joked right after he got the job. Every second it felt like there was a tweet. So-and-so joins the Gators. Nick Harrison's joining it. I mean, I felt, I was joking with my friends. I felt like they were making positions up. I mean, seriously, like this person brings food to the players. I mean, welcome in joining them. I thought I was joking. 140 polos. That's staff. 
There's 116 players. He got a $90 million facility. You heard earlier today Glenn Gilbo say he had a list of things that he wanted to success. Where do you think he got that list from? Nick Sanders. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> you're, you're bringing in all of these different people. You got one guy to tie shoes. Well, actually, you got hey. one guy to tie everybody's left shoe, one right. guy to tie everybody's right, right shoe. There it is, man. Uh, it's, 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 you, you're yeah. just making these positions and go along. But, you know, and at, working in college, I know that that's done on the education side as well, where people just make up positions for people just so they can collect a check. Make so it up. So it's like you, you're making it like you're, you're building the airplane as you're flying. Yeah. Does. Nick, so, uh, we'll join you at 2.45 to our shot of the day. Looking forward to that here as well as Hour 3 is going to be up and running here in a matter of three minutes. Nick Harrison, the professor, yes, Gus Cadden, with you. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN in New Orleans. The C Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two 